0: back everybody um I'm here today um recording another solo entry and I kind of made a vow to myself recently that I wasn't gonna record for a while um, unless if it was to do with some of my upcoming collaborative entries which I'm currently working out so I really appreciate your patience, if that's kind of more of the thing that you're into and want to hear more of. Um, I'm just kind of, you know, it's been a crazy few months and with school and obviously other people's schedules, that's kind of why um, interview style entries are a little bit harder to record and get going. And, um, you know, I'm pretty lucky thus far. I've had some great um, people on chatting, especially early into the project, which is great. But um, yeah, it's been a little bit of a lull in that area, but mainly just because of me and I've been really busy, and I haven't wanted to overbook and overschedule myself. But that being said, I do have a few people coming up that I'm really excited to chat with, and if all goes well. Um, stay tuned for those. And um I'm actually going to be traveling at the beginning of May uh once my exams are done. Um I'm going for two weeks as like a postgraduate trip um just to Vancouver. I'm so excited to go back out west. Um for those of you don't know, I recently lived there for about two years and I have a lot of great friends there and a lot of really great connections and memories, and I'm just really excited to go and, like, unwind and just enjoy company with people that I love and I miss and enjoy the beachy weather. Oh my god, I can't even think about it right now without, like, drooling (laughs) and, um, I'm gonna be also dodging over to Seattle which is my favorite place in the entire world don't ask it's really weird but it is (laughs) and um, I'm gonna be doing like a weekend with my good friend in Seattle and we're gonna go to Portland as well which is really crazy I've never been there so I'm excited for that Um, and then I'll be coming back to Vancouver for about a week and a half and then I come back to Halifax for a little bit of may and then i'm tying things up here and i'm moving for june so yeah let's just let's just take that all in for a second with my crazy life um but you know not surprising typical gemini just can never figure it out but in a way it's it's a fun thing um it's always interesting and yeah and speaking of So I'll be in Vancouver, and I actually have some really cool um, interviews lined up for Vancouver as well. Um, But yeah, I kind of told myself I was going to hold back on the solo entries for a while and really just focus on school right now, which I have been doing. Um, But I just kind of feel like I have some things that I want to record. And Sorry, I had to take a sip of my tea. Oh my god i never make peppermint tea and i wasn't really wanting any caffeine because i had like a triple shot latte oat milk latte this morning and i really don't need any more caffeine um so i made a peppermint tea with some lemon and holy crap guys it's really good but yeah i just kind of feel like i have some things i want to record and i'm like you know what you can make a decision and you can set standards and goals for yourself but you can also like change your mind so I decided to change my mind and I was gonna record this entry tonight and I have maybe one or two other solo ones I'm gonna do before um, before the semester ends and I'll kind of keep it at that as a minimum and then kind of really focus on getting some collaborative uh, episodes and entries um, in the makes uh, before I move and yeah I if you're listening and you're a Halifax human and you are interested in talking with me whether you're an artist or creative self-identified or not like whatever you think or if you know of anyone seriously don't hesitate to message me because I'm just wanting to soak up as much of the local scene here as I can before I leave and like I obviously love to be in the driver's seat and like controlling what I'm doing but I'm also a very open and collaborative person so if you have something really cool that you want to bring to the table or you would love to speak with me. Um, seriously, I'm, I'm literally so chill and open to that. So don't hesitate. Um, I'll plug in all my socials at the end and you can reach me there. But anyways, let's just get to it because I don't want to make this too long or too chatty of an entry. Um, I'm also feeling a little bit under the weather and my throat is a little bit sore um but uh, I honestly think it's because I've just been I've literally been constantly going and I don't think I'm resting as much as I should be but I don't know kind of feels like I have been I, I feel like I'm resting but anyways I'm also about to start my period, and, like, we all just feel like shit when we're about to start our period anyway, so I think that's contributing, but but if you don't know already, today I'm going to talk about the subject of emotional labor, and it's kind of like a buzzing, trending subject, I think that it's become a lot more... Um, talked about recently or i mean maybe i'm just pulling that out of my ass but like from my personal experience i think so um and i kind of want to get into that by touching on recently how retrograde um was in pisces and i don't know if that's really been a huge factor as to how i've been feeling i want to know how you guys have been feeling um But I think it's kind of calming down and I feel a little bit lighter. I feel a little less depressive. I was not having a good time recently and I kind of talked about that in my last entry and I feel like things are more in motion in a positive sense, I guess, right now, which is really nice. Um, I guess for me too, like personally in my life, things are kind of coming to a positive close and then like a positive open. Like I'm starting some new chapters, which I'm excited for. Um, and now retrograde is in Aries, which shout out to my moon sign. Um, Aries is much more, um, assertive, but it can also be very frustrating and, um, a little bit more like all over the place in that sense. Um, but in a s but in a way, it's still very it's still more assertive um but it's also kind of making sure that you watch what you say and how you say it and um paying attention to communication and that is a really big thing right now for me is to oh, sorry, I'm kind of distracted. there's like people yelling outside of my front door i can hear them coming in now i feel like a detective i feel like a spy they're just being happy and laughing anyways (laughs) um but yeah that being said um i don't know if anyone else is feeling like this but just paying attention to communication and how that can be pleasantly surprising um and how if you really do watch what you say and how you say it um and vice versa i think that um that can really help with mercury and retrograde and just it can help with all that communication um and i wondered too like how does retrograde affect everyone emotionally and differently because i mean we're all different human beings and all of our signs are different um for example like i'm a gemini and mercury rules both gemini and virgo um and I'm also a Virgo rising, so, like, I'm just so affected by retrograde every single time. It really hits me, and I feel like um, – I feel like, though, the lucky thing about being a Gemini in this type of context is that we are very much um, able to adapt but also put a positive twist on change and, like, accept change Um, Whereas a lot of other people struggle with that and don't really know how to um, communicate that and like take it in. So I'll get more into um, the the actual subject of emotional labor. Um, I googled what emotional labor means and I got just like the basic Wikipedia version that I don't even think I need to read because i think that we all can have some sort of idea of what it actually means um and it's it's a it's essentially comes from that the phrase like emotional labor like work like in a work environment but obviously we are talking about you know relationship wise um and I just want to ask the question of like who has feeling like this like how do you cope with emotional labor how do you cope with this how do you see emotional labor um, happening within yourself or in your relationships and I guess to explain it better it's emotional labor just basically means like in a relationship context that someone is putting in a lot of work and a lot of effort into their opposing partner or you know the opposing person in the relationship and they're kind of feeling like they're putting in a lot of work and a lot of time and they're kind of being like a constant soundboard and a constant therapist and just kind of feeling really strained and almost in some in some extent, taken advantage of um and i guess in a way that i can tie this all into me personally is so for me i recently um not recently but like kind of around christmas time i was in a long distance relationship and it was really intense and it was really special but i wasn't feeling like it was the right thing for me for many reasons at the time and i got myself out of it really abruptly and um it was really hard but i felt like i just had to do the right thing and i had to do it in in the moment and i had to like really take action and i had to put myself first And I look back and I'm so proud of myself for doing that because I think that if I looked back about a year or two ago, I wouldn't have done that. I would have been so much more hesitant and afraid to do that and scared to hurt the other person's feelings. And that's kind of what emotional labor is. It's like just being so like catering to other people's feelings first and I've always been really bad for that. And I think that a lot of people can't, a lot of people are and can relate to that. Um, And I don't want to say anything to drag anyone or like um, talk shit or be toxic. Um, But this is a safe space and it is a creative space for me. And I want to be open about it. And I'm not going to say any names or anything because that's really personal. But I just felt like this person um I met them and it was very like you know I'm not gonna go into like how the relationship happened or whatever but I just felt like on the end of it on the last kind of stretch it was very one way reciprocation like it was very one way I wasn't feeling reciprocated in regards to emotional needs and um I just felt like my capacity for dealing with that and kind of basically being a free therapist um was running out and i don't like i don't mean that in a mean way like i'm not trying to drag this person down and you know i'm on great terms with this person still and that's you know it's fine in that way um but i just think that this person was going through and is still going through changes and personally i just don't think that either of us should be together Um, right now and I don't think that either of us should be in relationships right now I mean I can only speak for me but I just don't think that I have the time or energy right now for anyone in that way so it wasn't just the person but you know there was obviously components of everything Um, I just think that you know we were on different pages and I wasn't getting what I needed from that person and I feel like I was giving more than i should have or that i felt like um i was i just felt like i was always being the one to like take care of them and like listen to what they were saying and like emotionally it's just emotional labor like that's what it is right um and i feel like i recognized that and i was aware of that and i wasn't feeling fulfilled and i'm really proud of myself for getting out of that um now, I'm not sure if it has anything to do with the fact that it was the first time in a while, in, like, a couple of years, that I was dating a man. Um, and, like, I'm not trying to man-blast or anything, but, you know, that is a very important factor in that for me with my sexuality. And um, men, I think, act – very differently in relationships than women and other people and I'm not trying to bring gender into this but I'm just trying to bring my personal experience and from what I like my with like from my opinion and um you know it's just I think that personally because of our society and because of history and how women and men in a sense have been raised um and just like how we are kind of brainwashed and like constructed to emotionally behave has a lot to do with it and it's it's not a bad thing it's just it is what it is and um I think that men men expect a lot of emotional therapy and labor for free from their significant others I think that um, this is a lot to do with toxic masculinity and like the shame of expressing and investing time into their emotions and therefore I think that they're very programmed and assume that their counterparts usually feel like if it's female um, are just are just there to tend to that and that they you know that their counterparts should be constantly checking in and taking care of that part of them and like being very like all ears and listening to their emotional needs and it's almost like they don't understand that it's a two-way thing and that also like there's some things that you should not have to be getting from your partner um you should be seeking other help if it's if that's going on for you and if it's that serious and if it's to a level that you feel like you're constantly 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 venting and needing that support and it's like it's not to say that partners shouldn't be supportive and be like emotional support but i think when it becomes an imbalance and like an expectation that's when there's a problem and like personally that's how i felt in my situation Now I'm gonna bring this kind of outward to some like friends that I feel like in my life um have kind of expressed this this to me and kind of just me being like a fly on the wall to like other relationships and like I said I'm not dragging anyone I'm not mentioning any names I'm not trying to be hurtful or like make anyone feel like on like on the spot um and i'm going to be spe- i'm speaking in a general sense so i do apologize if anyone feels like i'm being hurtful um i'm just trying to kind of talk from my personal experience so i guess with some friend situations is i definitely have a few female best like best friends close friends who've expressed to me this issue um and their situations and they're all heterosexual relationships for the most part and um it seems to be a common theme that they're taking care of their male counterparts and always feeling really strained they're constantly having to take care of them emotionally and remind them of like simple self-care things that they should be doing to like figure out their shit and like almost just feeling very like i just feel drained i feel like i'm always repeating myself i feel like i'm being pulled down because of this or i feel like i'm needing support and i'm needing help right now but it's almost like impossible because it it ends up being about them and it just is this vicious kind of cycle that happens um and like i said i'm not trying to like bash men by any means or these people because a lot of these guys that i know are really great and and you know when I'm when I'm speaking to my friends it's not like they're just bullshitting and shit talking their partners the whole time you know there's more to the story and they are you know very aware that everyone has their flaws no matter what gender but um I just think that it's important to open this dialogue up and create more space to fix it and work work towards it versus like Shaming it and keeping it more secret and therefore nothing gets done and it becomes this collective mentality of like, oh, I'm just going to vent about it to my girlfriends because that's harmless and the, and I'm not actually disrupting anything and then I can go back to my relationship and like feel a bit better, but then it's still not fixed. And that's kind of goes back to the mentality of, like, obviously your friends are supposed to be there for you. And obviously, you know, I've said this before. Like, I will forever be a free therapist to all my good, like, close, like, best friends. But not in my relationship. Like, hell no. So, there is kind of that double standard. But, I mean, I think it's a little bit differently. Um, a little bit different. But, yeah. So, like, when I have had friends come to me about this, I'm obviously very understanding and there for them. Um, but it kind of goes back to maybe recognize that you're always expressing these issues and that you're kind of doing the same thing in a way by not really taking charge and focusing on it and like trying to work it out. And I think it's a lot to do with fear. And people just being afraid to have confrontation and to point out the things that are really important and scary. But that's kind of how you look after yourself. And in the long run, that could mean saving your relationship. You know, it doesn't mean that because you have to bring something up or maybe take some space for a while or put yourself first in that way that it's going to end badly. Really, sometimes is the complete opposite. So I guess from that, you know, I'm going to talk a bit about just, like, how I think, like I said earlier, this is sort of a common pattern for men. And, um, you know, I'm interested to think of, like, what do you guys think? Like, do you think that it's not just men? Do you think that, like, women are all sorts of people, everyone, like, non-gender identifying? Like, any, like, you know, it doesn't have to be gender, but I just think that, For me personally, I do witness this behavior very much. Like, it's very dominant within a lot of the men I've been around or that I know of or that I've experienced this with. Like, do they not feel they have other people or outlets to manage this? And do they feel like that part of themselves, like, that's why you get a girlfriend or a partner, so I can you know talk about that shit with them and that's that's who's supposed to pick me up and support me with that um you know but then there's that whole idea of assuming and like assumption that like we're free therapists and like you know how can that mentality change and how can we actively in like a healthy way steer away from this and respect ourselves while also caring for our partner um because I do think that if this is a common thing and such a huge issue in society, um, that true feminism doesn't stand for that. And I think that, you know, if you identify as a feminist and you feel that everyone should be equal, I think that actively participating in behaviors like this in relationships kind of is contradicting to that like I just think that I see such a pattern of people being taken advantage of who are great people and a lot of the times it is women and like they just don't want to it's like they're scared they don't want to like take that extra step because there's always that pre-step of like I'm going to like feel this out and I'm going to like let it out in the open and like talk about it or maybe even just accepting it yourself and like think about the idea of maybe like breaking this off or putting myself first or like having that conversation and it always is kind of there but then like it's like well then do you do anything there's kind of that next step um some solutions and methods that I kind of have written down um that obviously are just my opinion and, you know, they're not like professional by any means or whatever, but I kind of wrote some things down and I was, I was thinking that, you know, when looking to like help yourself with this or your relationship, it's like, what do you do to help yourself? Um, and like, you know, do you practice healthy communication skills and do you, do you always come clean as soon as you feel something or when you feel taken advantage of um you know this doesn't have to be a threatening conversation it can be it can be as easily as like saying like hey you're doing this to me you may not be even be aware of it but it's a commonality in our relationship lately like let's talk about this or you know it doesn't have to be that like dry but you know then that opens up a safe space to converse back and forth about the issues um versus more versus like having an attack approach um which leads to like don't freak out or explode when these things happen over and over with your partner because if it is happening over and over chances are you're not being as communicative as you should be um and this could be just as much on your end as the other person communication is a two-way street um and like us as individuals are just as much responsible for voicing our insecurities and feelings i think that that's a huge huge thing um to really look to um and look inside yourself and figure that out if you really do um make those active choices when you're feeling um taken advantage of or you're feeling like drained or emotionally emotionally abused or any of the above because um, you know people no matter what end of the relationship nobody's mind reader so vocalizing and communicating is like always a very important step i also said that if you're feeling like this and if you've been um and if you have been actively communicating and not seeing or receiving any change this means that maybe more serious actions need to be taken or maybe like a next step um maybe suggesting a therapist to your partner or talking to someone else, or telling them you know maybe you need to talk to somebody else who's not in this relationship who can give you some like solid advice and be an outside source of like release or help because i can't be taking all this on all the time and it's not fair for just me having to be, you know, on the other end of all this because it's really difficult to be kind of feeling responsible and feeling like you're the only person who is there to kind of help them. And I can really relate to this. Um, I think it's a really hard thing to feel. So I think that opening that conversation up and making suggestions is really great. Um, And if this still isn't enough, then maybe it's on you, you know, to reconsider the relationship. You know, I just think people want things to be fixed for them. And I think that people want the easy way out and they don't wanna cause a disruption. They don't wanna cause conflict and people are so afraid of conflict or like stirring the pot. And I think if it means saving your relationship or saving yourself, um, it's one hundred percent worth it. It can literally, you know, it can change your life if you make you a priority over we or our relationship or them um never forget that honesty as soon as you can is the best policy and it's also such a huge like time saver i feel that like the longer you keep something in and expect change the longer it takes for it to actually in your reality fix itself like it's it's almost just like I I think of the analogy of, like, think if you want to, like, bake something or, like, cook something. It's not actually going to happen until you do it. And, like, it's not actually going to be a completed process until you actively do it. So I think that honesty works in the same way. Like, when you know something or feel something immediately obviously of course you know if you feel you need to think things over a little bit that's totally normal but and you don't want to you know do anything rash but i don't mean like that i just mean like when you know something is very clear to you why would you waste any more time keeping it in and like you're only self-destructing and you're only hurting the other person by like leading them on in a way like it's just so silly to me like i see this happen a lot and like that was kind of how i felt with my last relationship was i don't want to let this go on because in my relationship prior i really kind of did that and i hurt the person that i was with badly and i felt horrible and it was just like a huge lesson that i had to learn that, like like, bitch, the longer you fucking keep that in, it's, like, toxic manifestation. It's, like, growing inside of you. It's, like, a little evil demon that's just, like, waiting to destroy when it gets released. Because it's, like, angry that you didn't let it out. And I'm sorry that that got really weird. But, like, it's true. Um, So, I think that, you know, that's a very important part. A very important solution or method And maybe you need to see a therapist. Maybe you need a professional to talk to. Like I said, um, if you're going through this shit and you're only constantly... And you're constantly just going to your friends or, you know, you're just going over things in your head all the time, that's not going to help either. Um, And, you know, I think that my last suggestion is ask your partner for a trial period ask for some time for yourself and I know this sounds ridiculous it's like oh what are you gonna say to your partner I would really love like a trial breakup please (laughs) like I know that that sounds insane but and you obviously don't have to word it like that but if you just open this up to your partner and you you kind of say I don't necessarily want to break up but I just need some time to like figure this shit out, and I really need to put me first right now, and I don't think that it's working in this relationship or in this situation right now, because I think that you need a lot from me, and I can't really give all that to you, um, I think that that's so underrated, and I think that it's not talked about enough in society, it's not normalized, and people try to make it scary and think that like breaks or like taking time for yourself always just ends in a breakup. Which, if it does end up in a breakup, then that's a good thing because that means you were onto something and that you needed to do that for yourself because some really wise advice that my sister gave me a few months ago was if someone loves you and someone really is fucking down and they're a real person, they're going to be there. They're not going to go anywhere. And I don't, she didn't mean this and I don't mean this in a toxic way, like, you know, keeping someone on a string or leading them on. It's just meant as the cliche bullshit. It's like, you know if you let someone go when you really love them they'll come back to you if it's meant to be kind of thing and if you put that out in the universe and you really you know you really just like stay strong and true to yourself then the people who are down will always be there and they will always be down and no matter what the ups and downs are it's just like think about your friends like think about friends who you've had like shit like shit happen or drama or like any falling outs or ups and downs like you know I think of a friend that I have a really good friend and like we've had like a really bad falling out before and then it was like we fucking got our shit together and we knew that we meant a lot to each other and even if the friendship changed it changed for the better so i think that that goes just it applies just the same with romantic relationships um i know that it can be a lot more difficult to break that trust or break that off a little bit but i think it's 100 worth it for your own mental health and your own happiness then yes i think that that is a great solution And, you know, if you didn't catch on, my order of things wasn't just for fun. Like, I think it's kind of like a chronological, you kind of have to do certain things, I think, in order, and then you realize, okay, well, if none of that is working, then this is what I feel like needs to happen. (sighs) Wow. I felt like I just had a spiritual puke session <laughs> I don't know what that means but <laughs> I feel like I got a lot out that I really wanted to say that's what I meant by that so on that no I'm gonna leave it there I'm just gonna leave it there and I'm gonna say to think about what I said and like interpret it process it seriously I am not joking when I say that my my communication window is always opened um via digital diary i'm always here if you want to talk about anything you hear in an entry or if you need someone to chat with or if you have any sort of feedback um obviously i'm really down to listen um and don't forget to meditate and by meditate i don't mean just you know yoga meditate i mean take some time for for you do what really helps you, um, right now, you know, going through retrograde, going through this time of year is fucked, and, you know, I finally am starting to see sunshine again, like, it's almost seven, and I still have light out right now, which is beautiful, but, you know, do what you gotta do, fucking smoke some weed, zone the fuck out, right, listen to some music, watch your favorite movies, catch up on your emails, organize clean your apartment open up your mail like i seriously doing these minimal things can really free up your mind and like help with clarity when you're going through stress like literally the other day i had like a pile of mail and i just like got on the floor and fucking ripped it all open and dealt with it and i felt so much better so like i know that those little bullshit like self-care things can seem really trivial and like almost offensive sometimes but they can all they can honestly really help and i just want to also say it's 2019 and i think that there's like zero time or acceptance for like emotional labor and disrespect and like it's just time to put ourselves first and, like, it's time to be more aware that this is, like, a concept ingrained in us because of how society has made women, like, feel, I think, from the beginning of time. And not even just women. I'm not trying to, like, have that, like, boundary drawn, but, like, you know, you get, you know what I mean when I say that. Um, And I think that we are responsible for our own emotional health and, you know, I think that, We need to learn to be more independent. And I think we're all guilty of it. So ask yourself, you know, when is the last time you made a crucial decision that was truly just for you and affected you in a positive way? So I'm going to leave you with that. And, oh, and I have a few other cute things I'm going to leave you. I think you should watch the film if you haven't already um, called How to Be Single. It's actually a super powerful film and it's really not that cringe. Um, It's definitely like a rom-com situation, but it really makes me laugh and it's like a really easygoing film, but it's also extremely um, inspiring if you're feeling, you know, like you're scared to be on your own or you're scared to put yourself first. Um, So go watch that. It's super cute. I watched it the other night for like the eighth time. Um, And I have a couple songs that you should go listen to if you want some some emotional, independent vibes. Um, You need to listen to NASA by Ariana Grande off of her new album, Thank You, Next. It's the fucking best. Um, Exhale, Shoop, Shoop by Whitney Houston on the Waiting to Exhale album. Um, It's just like... All about that that like just exhaling just the good stuff um also go listen to dreamin by mind bath really great fun badass bitch independent vibe mood situation feelings I love you, my Bath. Um, and listen to I Need to Be Alone by Girl in Red. If you're more into that kind of grungy, indie, um, angsty vibe. Um, but yeah, I also have a digital diary therapy playlist that I just created kind of in the spirit of um, how I've been feeling and kind of in this sort of similar zone um i will put the link in my description and it's a opened up playlist so you can collaborate and you can add songs if you like i want to hear your songs that help when you're stressed or when you're feeling down um and that's basically it like i said earlier i probably will only have one or two more solo entries before um Kind of May hits or um, Aprilish, but I do have some exciting interviews in the works, so stay tuned. I know I've said that recently quite a bit, but I'm actually I'm not lying. I'm actually being honest about that. I just have had to work it into my schedule and like figure it out. So I will be updating you guys very soon. And to get updates with Digi Diary, um, follow me on my Instagram. So it's at digital diary and diary was diaries with two eyes. Um, so follow me there and I'm always posting on my story and or you can email me with the same thing. So digital diary two eyes at gmail dot com if you want to like chat more or connect or yeah. But yeah. Okay. Well, I'm really glad I got to squeeze in this entry. It's something that I feel like has been requested. I asked a little while ago and I'm really glad I got to sit down um, on this Monday evening to do it for you guys and for myself because it feels really good to express um, things creatively. No matter what the form, it just feels good so i hope that this was helpful and i hope that you enjoyed and let me know like i said if you enjoy stuff like this i'm down to cover like any kind of topics in this sort of similar tone it's very um inspiring to me right now so enjoy the rest of your week and i will be in touch soon all right ciao I completely lose myself. Like, I forget what I want, and I just disappear. I'm like the horse in the never-ending story.